The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 221. Friday, July 26th, With the humidity. Oh, the heat index? Yeah. Here in northern New Jersey. Incredible. Very hot. But then, but today it was pretty cold. Yeah, and then tomorrow it'll be probably hot again. Oh. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Buster uh, Poindexter? <laughs> I think that's his real name. <laughs> Let's find out. Ah. Oh. Come on. Come on, we have... I purposely stuck you off to the side so you couldn't type stuff. Look at that. One hand. David Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah from the New York Dolls. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's only right. the seminal punk rock band of all time. No, the Italian Ramones. No, no. Actually, I have a, an update. Do you think there's an Italian clash? <laughs> Giuseppe Strummer. <laughs> um, actually, all right. So I have a, a little correction about that. I did a little more research, and it turned out there, technically, yes, there was an Italian Ramones, but it was a tribute band. That's Italy, what I said in Italy. Yeah, you said that. Well, what else would they be? I thought it was like a real licensed thing. What's the difference? I don't know. I thought they wrote their own song. <laughs> um, all right, so, uh, yeah, it was hot. Oh, we have a lot to cover. We do. So, I was watching, um, Alf hey. a while ago. Huh. Hey, Willie. Gordon Shumway. I killed me. Oh, Monge. <laughs> so, uh, I'm watching Alf, and you remember that, I, I don't remember what season it was, probably later on. They got that kid who was the Ankhmonic's nephew. Was his name like Jake or something? I don't remember. Jake! Where's the elf? So many people know who you are, elf! Kill them all! No, I I don't remember that. You don't remember that kid? No. Sorry. Wait, what? Controversy? An elf controversy section? Uh, something about jokes that they couldn't oh. use. Oh, that's not a controversy. It's just things that got edited oh, out of I the show. I... Yeah, Josh Blake played Jake Akmonic seasons two through four. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we can get a picture of him here. Nope. It's got to be uh, somewhere. Anyway... I thought it was interesting because I, I happen to be watching an episode... What the hell? Oh, you don't have Google? Oh, you have it as Search Wikipedia. Ugh. We'll change it up there. Yeah, I know. Just hit the little... I yeah. know. All right. I know how to use Firefox. I think it's this guy. But here's an old picture. Oh, well, oh no. God. There was the one of him and no. Al. Okay, if you there go you back. Go. Oh, where? Go back. That oh, okay, yeah. Probably. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He had a mullet. <clears throat> so who does he look like? What what other movie star from that Ralph era? Ralph Macchio. Yes. Looks like Ralph Macchio. Now, here's the kicker, right? So I'm watching an episode. I just happened to turn it on. And they had him on there. And I'm like, this kid looks like Ralph Macchio. I wonder if that's why they had him on the show. And um, so then... 
I'm watching it, and all of a sudden, guess who shows up playing his mother uh, in, in, the, in the episode? Like, he, remember, he, he was staying with the aunt and uncle for some reason. Right. Well, obviously not Ralph Macchio. Not Ralph Macchio. The same woman who played the mother of Daniel LaRusso in Karate Kid. <laughs> what? Yes. Exact same Come actress. On. Yes. If I could find the dang thing here. So maybe they were trying to pass him off as as uh, yeah, as I guess Ralph Macchio. Let me see who it was. Um, Mrs. Larusso, <clears throat> Karate Kid. Uh, come on, where is it? Oh, 1984. Weird thing. Cast: uh, Randy Heller as Lucille Larusso. <laughs> From Brooklyn. Um, oh, she was in the show Mad Men. I didn't know that. Okay. Now I'm going to watch it. Just to, She was also she... identified as TV's first recurring lesbian character. <laughs> what? On what? <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, from Soap. Remember Soap? Oh, yeah, with, uh, with, with Richard Mulligan. Yes. And she and uh, and Billy Crystal and so Lights from the past. She says uh, she first tries first tried to throw herself off a bridge in real then, life. No, in this oh. in that soap show, then falls for Jody, played by Billy Crystal, a confused gay man, and finally runs off. Oh, okay. all right. Um, doesn't really. I don't know if it mentions. Uh, doesn't really mention Alf. But, uh, yeah, she was on ALF playing, uh, the, a mother to, uh, uh, fake Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. to a fake, uh, kind of weird, uh, Josh Blake. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of funny. You know what's interesting? If you think about it, this exact moment in time, right now, the whole entire planet Earth, I guarantee you, out of the billions and billions of people, you and I are the only two human beings right now speaking about Josh Blake. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Oh, wait. What if Josh Blake is talking to somebody else? Wouldn't they be talking about Josh I don't, Blake? I don't, nah, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think anybody else is talking. Isn't that cool? No, I, I don't think so. I find that very cool. All right, some other stuff we've missed. Um, they had the uh, annual hot dog eating contest. Oh, I saw that. And yet again, Joey Chestnut beat the uh, the Black Widow, Sonya Thomas. What was really weird was it, I was like I saw like a lot of links, and it was saying Sonya Thomas won, and so I was like, oh, okay, she won. So I wrote that down in my note. I was like, oh, Sonya Thomas, and then I was like, no, Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Like, what, they, they can't even get this right? It's a hot dog eating contest. Not that hard. I don't know. No more Kobayashi. He still does it. He's, no, I thought he was banned. Why was he banned? For, I don't know, for like, I, I forget why. I remember it was a few years ago, they, they forbid him to <laughs> enter the Nathan's hot dog oh, eating contest. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, an IFOCE update. <laughs> International Federation of Competitive, Competitive Eating. Eating. Remember that was like our big, our first like big thing? <laughs> I know. One of our first big things to report on was IFOC, Christian Slater. <laughs> Christian Slater. And, uh, you know. Paul Reiser. Yeah, Paul Reiser. And <laughs> Richard Simmons. Speaking of Paul Reiser. Another segue. Oh. HBO. I don't, I don't think you get HBO, but... I do not. The... the what do you call it? The... The Liberace movie. No, forget about it. Was yes, it he was in there, yes. He was also in this upcoming movie starring Larry Davis. Yes. And John Hamm. Yeah, but like everybody. I know. Like everybody is in this movie. I know, I'm going to have to find a way to watch it. If you know <laughs> what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what is it? What is it called? 
Oh, maybe this is a clear history? Yes. Yeah. Everybody's in this thing. Michael Keaton. I'm Batman. Really? <laughs> the real Batman. Batman. I'm Batman. Amy Ryan from The Office. J.B. Smoove. Bill Hader. Yo, Larry. Yo, hey. Larry. Hey, hey. Yo, you, gotta, you gotta go up. You gotta... J.B. Smoove. <laughs> J.B. Smoove got his own show. You he hear? Got... He does? Yeah. It's on MSG. MSG. What? Basically, it's J.B. Sports Gym. Because they have, like, no other sports other than the basketball and hockey. J.B. Smooth is on there. And it's him. He's sitting at a re- in a restaurant with, like, a comedian or, like, a, a sports, former sports star. And they're eating dinner and just talking. It's really stupid. <laughs> no, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Hey. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld has a show where he's eating breakfast oh. and talking to old comedians and actors. I thought, is Jerry Seinfeld the one where he's driving around in the car? Didn't he have a show yeah. doing that? Yeah, but then they go and get breakfast. Mm. So now you and I have to do a lunch show. There you go. Where we go get lunch and talk to actors. What do you think? Well, maybe if we were living in Los Angeles, that would work. <laughs> or New York. Well, come on. New Jersey. Let's call up Joe Pesci and, and Joe, Joe Pesci Piscopo. <laughs> And Jerry Lewis. <laughs> uh, Kate Jerry, Hudson is Jerry in this. Danny McBride. No. But I saw the trailer, and the trailer had Paul Reiser in it at some point. I thought. I'm, I'm sure he's he makes an appearance. Uh, uh. Uh, Liam Schreiber is in this. Paul um, Scher. Paul Shear from uh, it's always uh, from the league. Yeah. Um, he's in that SVU. See, well, whatever. Oh yeah. That, that is an adult swim. Yo, Larry. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see him here, but I, uh, I thought he was in there. I'm sure he turns up. I don't, I don't know what I was looking at then. It was basically like Larry David playing like Never it's like playing the Larry David kind of uh, show, you know, the Curb Your Enthusiasm kind of Larry David, not the Larry David from that horrible uh, Woody Allen. Uh, <laughs> what was that called? I don't know. What, what, what's what, it was? Uh, what what's the worst that could happen? Or something, something like that. I don't know. Terrible. <laughs> uh, so wait a minute. So we were. Oh, I have a movie review. So do I. This is the end. <laughs> starring everybody. Well, no, actually not starring everybody. Cameos. <laughs> cameos by everybody. Yeah. So, first of all, let me just say that I saw the trailer for This is the End. Yeah. Came out 2013. And, and I saw uh, commercials on TV. And they're showing Kevin Hart in the commercial and, and uh, uh, Jason <sighs> Siegel and Michael Sarah. Why would they feature these people in the commercial when they are literally in the movie for three or four seconds? Well. And then they all die. Eh. Spoiler alert. All right, so. Seriously, they're I, literally in the movie for this is, four seconds. I mean, seconds. this is basically like Pineapple Express Part 2. Seth Rogen... James Franco, Craig Robinson, Jonah Hill, Jay Barrichell, Barrichell, but, but the main, Danny McBride, the main main people in the Jason movie. Siegel, no, the Paul main, Rudd, the main people. Paul Rudd's in it for three seconds. I'm not even exaggerating. Literally one, two, three. He's dead. All right. So here's the thing: the, the only, Backstreet Boys, again, at for for thirty seconds. Go back up a little bit, right there. So the main people in the whole movie are Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, or whatever his name is, James Franco, and Craig Robinson, Jonah Hill, and Danny McBride. That's it. That is the whole movie is those six oh, people. They're the ones on the movie poster. Right. So, and again, the trailer and the commercial made it seem like it was this really off-the-wall comedy about... This is the end. Oh wait! Apparently, they they filmed they took drugs and filmed a homemade sequel to Pineapple Express. Yeah, well, I'll get to that. So, <sighs> so I felt like it it was another case of the commercials and the trailers are a little bit misleading. So, like, all right, let's go. This looks really funny. Let me go see it. First of all, again, none of the actors that are shown <sighs> in the trailer are in it for more than five seconds. 
And it's not really an off-the-wall comedy. It's like... It's weird. It's a weird movie because you'll have one scene... <laughs> there'll be one scene where it's silly. And then they... they so, alright. Spoiler alert. It's the end of the world. It's the apocalypse. The end of the world as we know it. And they felt fine. And it was the apocalypse. Okay. So the devil was coming out from the middle of the earth, and demons were taking over the earth. So they were in that in this house. Just the, the, the six of them. South Park movie. I don't know. It was just the six of them because everyone else died in the first scene of the movie, and it was funny. But then it switches to the next scene where they leave the house, and it turns into a horror movie. Oh, okay. Where demons are chasing them and they're scared and they have to escape the demon. Then they go back in the house and it's a comedy. They leave the house. It's a horror movie. Oh, it right. kept switching from comedy to horror. Comedy to horror. <laughs> and then at the end, the last like 25 minutes of this thing, it switched to a religious movie. Where all of a sudden Seth Rogen is like, well, we, we have to... We have to uh, uh, carry out God's word, and we have to become good people, so we go up to heaven. And... So it sounds like a scary movie, where there's like ten different totally separate plots. But not funny. No. It, it was very disjointed. I, I And I blame Seth Rogen, I, because I don't, he stinks. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't... I mean, I'm trying to think of what movies he, he did that were actually funny. None. Now Super this bad. Hold Super up. Well, bad yeah, was kind of funny, yeah, but... And he really this, wasn't in that. So the part... So, all right. It's um, Seth Rogen. It's uh, uh, James Franco, Danny McBride. People who were in the movie The Pineapple Express, which I never yeah. saw. But they were in it. So I they're see. all in this house together alone. They're getting bored. So as the days go on, they're like, well, what can we do now? And, and so they they get a camcorder and they start making a homemade version of Pineapple Express 2. Like very low budget, obviously. Obviously. So it, yeah, it was just it was just a scene in the movie. That's all. Mm. Uh, I would give it. I wouldn't give it thumbs down because it wasn't totally unwatchable. Obviously, I don't give it thumbs up. I would say thumbs in the middle. Yeah. So I saw in the theater, theater, uh, recently. I saw Man of Steel. Ah, uh, <laughs> Superman. Why? Why not? I have a question about Superman. Yeah. Before you get into that. So, if there's this guy on Earth who came from another planet. Planet. Plant, planet. And, um, and he has all these abilities. He can do all these super things. Yes. So let's say he's walking down the street and he has his suit and glasses on and his hat. And he sees someone uh, robbing a bank. Lost. Or someone you know, getting mugged or something. Yeah. Why can't he just go over there and help? Why does he have to say, oh no, you're being mugged. At Wait, give me one minute. I'm going to go run and change into this outfit and then I can help you. Why does he have to change into the outfit? Why can't he just help? I don't know. It's Superman because he wants he wants to be able to keep his Clark Kent identity secret. <laughs> That's so stupid. Nobody can tell. So he cannot. Right? He is incapable of helping someone mentally. Yeah. If he's wearing his regular. Well, it's like in the old Batman show. Those two idiots didn't do anything until they got a call on the phone. Had to go down the chute, put on their costume. Yeah. I, I don't get that. Just go and help. Not to mention that even once they did that, they would get to whatever was going on there, and and Adam, you know, would take Adam West twenty minutes to get through a line. Well, they would they would get tied up to a chair with a bomb in the room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so Man of Steel, Man of Steel, starring Henry Cavill, Cavill, British actor, as Superman. Uh. That's right, love. It's me, Superman, love. Uh, Russell Crowe played Jor-El, his father. Okay. Um, I actually, I it was directed by uh, Joel Schumacher. No, 
No, it was directed by... I think it was directed by the guy who did 300. I don't know. Look it up. Was it Zack Snyder? I think it was Zack Snyder. Uh, let's see here. Man of Steel. By the way, I find Danny McBride very annoying. Mm. I like uh, Eastbound and Down. It's very obnoxious. Yeah, Jack, uh, Zack Snyder. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, Amy Adams, who I can't stand, but she played uh, <coughs> Lois Lane. Lois! Michael Shannon, uh, he's in uh, the HBO show uh, Boardwalk Empire. He was uh, Zod. Who's Zod? You remember the guy that? with the beard? Yeah, remember the black, Terrence Stamp? The black uh, spandex outfit. Yes. Who got trapped in a square or yeah, something? Yeah, well, it looks like a mirror. Yeah. You must kneel before Zod. Wait, it wasn't Zod the guy from the GoBots, the big monster robot oh. guy. That was Zod. That's yeah. the real Zod. Um, Esteban knows what I'm talking. about. Actually, Spaceman David probably knows probably. what I'm talking about too. Uh, Diane Lane played uh, Superman's mother. Well, Clark Kent's mother, Martha Kent. Kevin Costner was his father. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he was in. Well, he wasn't in it for very long. And, um, yeah, anyway, so, um, yeah, so they, they show a lot of, like, uh, shots, uh, on uh, Krypton. Now, yeah, here, again... Who, who did the music? I don't know. They did That was the only thing I didn't... Hans Zimmer? Yeah. Isn't he, like, an 80s guy? Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't use the, um, the John Williams. No. No, they didn't use it. Bum, bum, bum. So was it all like weird German synthesizer music in <laughs> no. the background? No. Hans, what are you talking about? Hans Zimmer did Die Hard music. I don't know. He sounds like a weird German guy. No. Anyway. Han, I am Hans Zimmer. Hans. Hans and Franz. We're here to pump you up. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I I liked it. It was um. So anyway, they they showed a lot of um, these like parts of it in yeah. Lawrence Fishburne was Perry White, although he was black. That's right. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah. So they showed like these shots from um, Krypton, uh, showing oh, the yeah. backstory. You know, Russell Crowe there. And what was weird was now again, I'm not a comic book reader. I just know Superman from like. The Christopher Reeve movies, um, you know, the the Smallville show, the Lois and Clark show, some of the cartoons, whatever. The George Reeve TV show? I didn't, I didn't really watch that. <laughs> Great Caesar's Ghost! <laughs> so, um, yeah, so what was interesting was they showed Krypton, and, and uh, uh, like, they're showing Krypton, and like, on the planet, there's all like these crazy looking creatures and these like flying dragon beasts and everything and I was like wow what what is this the the planet the, yeah I didn't know there was anything like this on this planet I'm thinking back to Marlon Brando which just like an ice cube you're gonna have a lot of powers I'm not gonna have a lot of powers when you go down to this planet so no the, the people's not gonna be uh, People are going to be scared of you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, um, and uh, Jarrell, uh, you know, he then he appears again as like a hologram. So, <clears throat> does he, is, is he, uh, is he like this crystal diamond shaped no. thing that talks? <laughs> Do that. You know what I'm talking about? What? Uh, Out of this world. Oh. What did you think I was talking about? I thought you meant like the in the movies where like the crystals and the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, don't they have that? No. Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway. Wait, so what was what did it look like in this movie? Uh, well there really wasn't. It was a spaceship. But no, I mean no, I mean what did the planet look like? Oh, it just looked like an like a you know, like an alien kind of crazy weird looking no planet. Crystals and no. You know. no, and then it blew up. Right. Mm. Now, why does it blow up again? Um, because they like mine too. They mined it too much, or something, and they disturb like the 
like the gravity or it just blew up. But then why doesn't Superman go fly backwards around the planet, <laughs> making because, the time go backwards? And because then he on can, that planet, he can stop no, the miners. Because on that planet, nobody has superpowers. Remember. Uh, because okay. when they come, when he comes to Earth, the the sun is younger or something, and he soaks in the radiation and gives him powers. Uh, anyway, so uh, then Zod shows up with his people, and they want to kill everybody, and and then you know they fight. And um, so, where did Zod come from? Well, he was like the main general on the Krypton planet, and he tried to uh, like have like a military coup. And overthrow the leaders, and they uh, they banished him into the the Phantom Zone, and they put all of his followers into flying dildos. Can we say that? Yes, we're saying it. Flying missiles or <laughs> no flying tube shaped things. If well, I'm telling you, that's so what it looked intense. like. That is what it looked like. Why? And and I was in the it was like a you know two thirds full of theater, and our friend it was me and Frankie. Yeah. And his his wife, who was asleep. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame her. So we're sitting there, and they show... This is early in the movie. And they show it, and the two of us just start laughing uncontrollably. But nobody else is laughing. <laughs> it was so obvious. Weird. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Oh, man. <laughs> now I'm falling asleep. Um, and, um, wait, I have another movie review. What came out around the same time as This is the End? Oh. I forgot what movie I saw. Then just go to, no, go to, um, go to Metacritic.com. Because it was, I remember it was a good movie, I just can't remember what it was. Go to whatever, go to the <clears> movie section. Man of Steel only got a 55 out of 100? Yeah. Where? Where? Go to, uh, just click movies. What the heck movie did I see? In the theater? You don't remember. Yeah. remember. I don't come to my, my memory shot. Oh, my God. Was it Pacific oh, Rim? No, 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 no. The Heat. The Heat. Starring Sandra Bullock uh, and Melissa McCarthy. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, that uh, was a hilarious movie. Really? Hilarious. That gets a thumbs up from me. I, I, Seriously, watch it. Thumbs up. Sandra Bullock was funny in um, Speed. No, in Miss Congeniality with Michael Caine uh, and William Shatner. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she was funny in that. Uh, the Heat. The Heat. The 2013. Heat. Very funny. The Miami Heat. Very funny. I I saw another movie <clears throat> recently. I finally got a Redbox account. An account. You just well, go to whatever. the store yeah, and... I know. You go to the pay red a dollar. Box. Yeah, whatever. It's no, it's $1.50 now. Yeah, but you don't... You, there's no yeah, account. You yes, you have to create, create an account. You didn't use to. You used to... You, I don't know. I you used it. to... All right, hold on a minute. I think it's a lot faster. I did it a couple times. So you go up to the red box, yeah. put your credit card in, pick what movie you want. Yeah, but if you don't have an account, you don't get... They give you, like, free stuff here and there. Oh, oh you're stupid. Anyway... So I did it. Well, wait, um, I have Netflix. I don't need Redbox. I don't have Netflix. Well, there you go. Well, the other thing with the Redbox is almost nothing, everything is on on demand or Netflix before it even gets to the Redbox. It's like one of the last things. So why are you making cable. a Redbox? I just felt like it. Anyway, so uh, I forget what I rented the first time. Um, I forget what I rented. It was a, I think it was a science fiction movie. Was it Planet of the Apes? No. We never rented that. With Charlton Heston. Bid me, Charlton Heston. No. Anyway, I didn't see this in the theater. I just wasn't up to it. But uh, I did get it from there. It was a good day to die hard. Wait, that's out already on DVD? Yeah. Was it even in theaters? Yeah, it was. For a, while what, a ago. day? No, back in the winter. That was Die Hard 5. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Now, I'm a gigantic Die Hard fan. Wait, how come they made two Die Hard movies? Yeah. 
Then a few years later, they made a third one, and then nothing. And now all of a sudden, they're pumping them out like every six months. What do you mean every six months? The previous one was like six years ago. It was. Yes. It felt like it was last year. It was no, it wasn't sixty. Yeah, Come it was on, like two thousand seven. It was. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, never mind. No, but isn't there another one coming out now? No, Die Hard Six. No, no. After this one, I don't know if they'll make another one. <laughs> so basically, this one, uh, his son is all grown up and is like working for the CIA or something, and he gets arrested in Russia. And so uh, John McClane goes to Russia, <laughs> and uh, then they they both of them get involved, and 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 it's just I don't know. It, it just seemed like one long, like pointless video game level or something. I mean, it was yeah. like the fourth film was so ridiculous. Where John McClane's fighting the guy on the on the plane, the fighter jet that's in midair. It's like, what am I watching? Transformers? What what is this? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Expendables. Oh man, and uh, yeah, it was getting a little ridiculous, and I was uh, very disappointed. It wasn't very good. <laughs> very little rewatch value. I mean, the fourth one didn't have a ton of rewatch value anyway. I mean, the first three, I I mean, I love those movies. Not even part three. Yes, that was great. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Samuel L. Yes, Jackson. Yes, that was great. He's terrible. Great, I love that movie. Right. So no thumbs up. Nah, nah. I must say, yeah, it wasn't very good. Well, I don't know if you saw this. Well, I saw. Okay, let me back up for a second. I don't know if you saw this. I saw a trailer for an upcoming movie. And it was, it's a remake of the movie, of the play, whatever it is, Annie. <laughs> Remember the 1980 movie with yeah, Eileen Quinn? Yeah, 1980. And, and uh, the bald guy. Was, oh, um. Why am I drawing a blank? Albert Finney. Albert Finney. Yes, it's, it's me, Albert Finney. So. Tiny Warbox. So it's a remake. Punjab. Supposedly Christmas 2014. <laughs> And it is... It's going to take him that long to make a, an Annie? I don't know. So, uh, Daddy Warbucks is being played by Jamie Foxx. Oh, it's bl the black Annie. Uh, uh, Annie is being played by the girl from that... Uh, whatever, that New Orleans... Uh, it's, uh, there was some movie that came out like a year New ago Orleans. or something about New Orleans. And it was... Little girl running around. And... Okay. I forget what it was called. But anyways, she's playing Annie, a black girl. Um, uh, and, uh, but they're, so it, it, it's a musical. Yeah. Now, is it present day? I don't know. And they're, and, you know, whoever. Because the president is black now, so I guess it would make somewhat of sense. Uh, whatever. So it's, whatever. Terrible. <laughs> um, uh, terrible because it's Annie, and it, Annie's no. terrible. No, uh, I, I like the the first one. Now, ironically, Punjab is played by a white guy. Punjab is played by a white man. Uh, uh, I thought of something. So this is this is one of my again. I, oh, by the I, way, uh, Tim Curry was in the original, and uh, he's been uh, not feeling well apparently. Uh oh, had a stroke last year or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so this, so as I've mentioned on the Paul Stevenson show, what's the several. your favorite Tim Curry movie? Honestly, yes, none. Come on, I hate Tim Curry. Home he, Alone Two, he's Lost like, in New York, didn't uh, like that. No, I like... Clue? Clue was great! I like movies he's in, but not because of him. I like them despite Tim Curry. Ah. Anyway, why, what's your favorite Tim Curry movie? Probably Clue. Rocky Horror Picture. Nah. <laughs> was he in, um... 
uh, what was the name of that movie? That dastardly. What was the name of that movie with Steve Martin and Pink Panther? No, 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 no. It was, it was like that late eighties, early nineties. It was like dastardly. What the one with Michael Caine? What was that? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Was he in that? I don't think so. Um, then maybe I'm thinking of Clue. All right, anyway, so I, I this is one of the things I think about during the day. I think about many things, and I wrote this one down. So I figured out how to commit the perfect crime, especially a murder. <laughs> this again... What do you think about? What do you think about is is murdering people, giving people one murder, uh, one free murder uh, in their whole life. whole life. No, but listen. All right, so I figured it out. If so, you know how people get blood transfusions, right? Yeah, people get blood trans. So where is this going? What if you? And, 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 and people donate blood, right? Okay. The, a, a little bag gets hooked up to your arm. You don't, the bag fills up. You donate the blood. So what if someone at home... No, that they, they put it into a, in a vial, but... No, okay. it goes into... No, when you donate blood... Yeah, it goes into a vial. It goes into a... No. They need more blood than a little vial. Whatever. Anyway. So what if someone at home does that to himself? And keeps filling up the bags with his own blood, right? And stores it in the freezer. Okay. Stockpiles it. All right. Then goes to the hospital and gets a blood transfusion with someone else's blood. Okay. So now in his body is running, running through his veins is someone else's blood with that person's DNA. He runs out, murders somebody... That that other transfused uh, blood is at the crime uh, no. scene. He runs home, drains his blood, and puts his blood. This is what Lance Armstrong was doing. Murdering people. No, he was like putting other people's blood in his body so the test would come up wrong. He runs home after the murder, drains the other person's blood from the transfusion, and puts uh. his own blood from the freezer back in. And then when the police investigate, they're like, we're looking for someone with this DNA. And if he comes up as a suspect, they test his DNA, and now it's back to his original DNA, not the blood transfusion DNA. Can I just say something? First of all, if you're committing a murder, you wouldn't want to leave blood at all. I'm just saying, if there's a struggle, number one, if there's a struggle, number two, to throw the police off off your track. Well, then why not just get somebody's blood, somebody else's blood, like a homeless guy's blood, and just pour it on the floor? <laughs> because... Why go through all this trouble? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think of that. <laughs> so what do you think could I do? What would happen if you, di if you didn't have take any blood out? And they gave you a like a blood transfusion. Would you explode? Just be too much blood. Yeah. But so wait a minute though. So you're saying Lance Armstrong kept injecting other people's blood inside of him? <laughs> no, not quite. But so then, so every time he committed a crime, it was different DNA every time. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like he's almost an invisible man in a way. <laughs> if you think about it, you can't catch him. Yeah, I, I guess so. It's weird. Uh, he's like the if he were a mobster, he'd be the transfused Don. <laughs> okay. Instead of the Teflon Don. Um. Go to Amazon.com. Well, go to Amazon.com, and then while you do that, I have come up with one of the worst inventions of all time. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? That what you've developed, or someone else has done? <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I've realized what one of the worst inventions of all time is. Ice cream cones. Why? Horrible invention because growing up, 
any time if my parents or 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 my aunt and uncle or whoever I'm with friends and we go and like the parents are like hey let's let's go get ice cream what do you want I want chocolate I want strawberry whatever I want sprinkles on it I want a chip the 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 you know you get this cone. I'm eating the cone. It's dripping everywhere. It's dripping down the cone, and it gets in the car. Now the parents are screaming. You got ice cream all over my car. It's like horrible. Okay. So after several times of experiencing this this nightmarish ice cream situation, I realized ice cream cones are useless. Put the ice cream in a cup. Not only will it not drip all over the place and make my hands sticky and get everywhere, then I can put any kind of toppings I want on it. Well, that's a sundae. That's what I get. Yeah. Right. So what is the point of ice cream? You can eat the cone. But they make a disaster everywhere. Not necessarily. You never grew up as a child eating an ice cream cone and it's dripping all over the backseat of the car and then your hands are sticky the rest of the day and you get... It's like... it's, It's a mess. Well, normally I would just eat it at home. We had our own ice cream and cones. It's a mess. No reason to go out. The Plus, the cone barely holds any ice cream. A cup holds yeah. a lot of ice cream. When I was a kid, I, I hate I, that. I don't know why we didn't have one of these. Didn't we? I mean, it couldn't have cost more than like a dollar. An ice cream scoop. Yes. We never had. Why one. did we not have one? We didn't either. We would just use the spoon. It would always bend. I mean, it couldn't have cost that much. <laughs> I know. Never understood that. I gotta ask my mom, why didn't we have an ice cream scooper? Yeah, you put the cone in, and then you couldn't get the ice cream off of the cone. I mean, off of the spoon. And then when you would put it on the cone, it would always be like like an oblong shapes. Whereas if yeah, you have a scooper, right. you can put it like, you know, you can stack it up there, and then it doesn't leak. What is this? I'm going to show you something. Uh, if I could find it. What the heck? What, what, what would this thing be called? I don't know. A balloon? Child hamster? You'll see. So... Wait, hold on a minute. No. Here. Mm. So, like, this is a new toy for children oh. now. Where it is a human-sized... We had hamsters growing up. And yeah. people, you know, we, we bought the little plastic balls. Well, like, well, this is not really hamster, though. This is... No, but listen. The little... The, the hamster goes inside the little ball, can roll around the whole house. Now they have giant ones that a child could go inside and roll around the house. Suffocate? Do you see that? Well, yeah. He's running over the girl. <laughs> no, the mother is is squashing the sister with the brother. <laughs> inside the giant ball. It's called... Well, this one's called a Jumbo Fun Ball oh, on Amazon.com. The other one was called... What, was it a Giga Ball? Yeah. Uh, what? In- incredible. What's this thing? <laughs> oh, this is an actual hamster wheel. <laughs> the human hamster wheel. They f- Double Dare finally came true. Yeah, I would have loved to have one of these things. <laughs> a lot of fun. Can you believe? Come on. Can you believe? Who is going Doesn't to put? Surprise me. But who will put? What, what is, is this? this? A buddy bumper ball. Oh, this is how stupid. <laughs> It's like wrapping your child up in bubble It'll wrap. Break your neck. <laughs> well, this is... They've been doing this for a long time. Is oh, You know, they, they do this thing where they have, like, an inflatable rubber ball. It's like a gigantic one. Yeah. It's a 65-inch human hamster ball. All right. So, um, the, uh, these none of these things look safe. What are these? And Anti-gravity shoes? shoes? What? They look like ski boots, except that you they're like on a like a bouncy platform. I guess you can like Go jump go up. gadget spring Again, shoes. Again, I can't imagine the kid using these and not getting Breaking killed. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, they do these things where you know they do it in like in the resorts. Then they blow this big ball up, right? And then they put you inside of it, seal it up, 
and then you go out on the water, and you could literally like walk on the water. How do you breathe? Well, it's big. There's enough air in there for a while. <laughs> All right, stay in there forever. <laughs> but what if a pelican comes and pokes a hole in it, and you're out in the middle of the Atlantic well, Ocean? You drown. Well, you do it right at the at the shore. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's come on. They didn't have toys like this when we were growing nah. up. Could you imagine we're in the... the they had Action Park. Yeah, well, people died. Not anymore. Too many people died. They only died... With, they only drowned in the stupid pools there because they never had lifeguards. But the rides, even though the people would break arms and legs, they never died in the rides. Oh, all right. <laughs> I heard recently another person died at Great Adventure. No, it wasn't great. It was a Six Flags in Texas or something. Or Ohio, I don't remember. They, yeah, they flew out of the uh, seat. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some dead people. A lot. Nah. Yeah, it was a. Did we do him already? Yeah, we. Did. Yeah, we did all these. Did uh, yeah, I don't know who. It is. So um, it was a bad day. I don't know who that is. Singer. Who cares? Do it. No. Come on. It's Slim Whitman. Hell, is this? <laughs> exactly. So why are we doing this? Hold on, boring. Doesn't even have a birthday. Stop, stop, stop. What? There is no birthday here. Just he's ninety. <laughs> All right, died June nineteenth, twenty thirteen. Why am I laughing? Twenty thirteen, ninety years old, died of heart failure. Country music legend. No, known not for, legends. A singer known for his yodeling. Hit songs include Indian Love Call and Love Song of the Waterfall. Slim Whitman, as mentioned in the Weird Al song, The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. Oh, boy. Uh, also, uh... Weird Al, who we met, by the way. We did, yes. And we... We're, when are we going to go see and, him? And we'll play his bumper now. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to The Ponch Stevenson Show. Awesome. That's right, I forgot we did. Um, Who's this guy? Bobby Blue Band Bland died. Bob Bland? Bobby Blue Bland. The blues singer. Alright. Was he white? No. Asian? No. Black! Well, I'm just guessing. Why does he look so weird? He looks Asian right in that no. picture. Um, when was he from? Well, he's born... 60s? Uh, oh, 50s. yeah, a long time. Yeah. Born uh, January 27, 1930. He died June 23rd, 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how he died. Uh, yeah, wait a minute. An ongoing illness, okay? Right. Anyway, uh, he's known for, uh, I'm trying to remember some of his, uh, bigger, uh, singles. Uh, Farther on Up the Road, something Eric Clapton usually, uh, covers. Turn on your love light! I pity the fool! No. He invented that? Uh, I, I guess so, he invented I pity the fool. But, uh... Um, Animal, I pity the fool! I haven't done that in a while. No. So, uh, yeah, uh, Turn On Your Love Light, which is one of my favorite uh Is that the Neil songs. Diamond song? No. Neil Diamond? Turn On Your Heart, heart Light. Heart Light, no! Turn On Your Love Light, which was uh, uh, often covered by the Grateful Dead. Wow. wow. As well as the Blues Brothers in the horrible Blues Brothers 2000, which came out in 1998. What? Okay, you remember, you saw that, right? Many times. It's horrible. Why was there a Nintendo 64 Blues Brothers 2000 video game? I don't know. They were just trying to cash in. Well, there were, there were... What child cares about Blues Brothers 2000 that they're going to buy the Nintendo 64 version? Uh, it, I mean, it was putrid. <laughs> it made no sense. Wasn't that Titus? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Well, there were several Blues Brothers games, weren't there? Was there? Yeah. There was an NES game. No. Yeah. There was? No, there wasn't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Super Nintendo. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, no, 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 you're right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, they made it for, like, everything. <laughs> Why? Yeah, that was Titus. 
And it was reminiscent. Uh, it was a terrible game. It was similar to Chippendale Rescue Rangers. But yeah, that was terrible. Just, like... And then, yes, and then there was the Blues Brothers 2000, which is also Titus. And... <laughs> Look at the box. It's terrible. Know, it's just awful. It was released two years after the movie? Well, it was literally released. At least it was released in 2000. Oh, that's the movie. Yeah, that's true. And then Titus went out of business. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, who, all right, so then the other one's a bad day. It's a bad uh, couple of weeks here, month, for uh, Italian-American actors who've portrayed mobsters. Nah. First of all, the big one. This was uh, all around New Jersey. Was the big first... man? No. Well, he's still alive somehow. Hey, the big man's back! Um, Tony Soprano, dead. James Gandolfini. Wow. 50... So he's born September 18th, 1961. He died June 19th, 2013. Uh, he was 51 years old. Yeah. What did he die? I mean, he had a heart he, attack. He and, looked, uh, listen, if you yeah, look up pictures overweight. of him from 2012, 2013, he looked horrendous. I like to eat. 300 pounds and just disheveled, no. and half asleep. And it's <laughs> like, come on, take care of yourself a little bit at least. Yeah, he was uh, vacationing in, in Italy. Hey! It was a Gino Bellino. Uh, James, I like James. I mean, I, I liked a lot of his, uh, a lot of the other movies he would do. But that was like a big. I mean, there was like, I mean, New, Northern New Jersey. I mean, that was like, yeah. you know, like the president dying. Yeah. <laughs> People were going nuts. Yeah. Or like Frank Sinatra. New York, no, New York. <laughs> that was my impersonation. Uh, wow, it sounded exactly like him. And also, one of my favorite actors of all time, um... What? Yes! I love this guy! Well, Dennis he Farina. He wasn't in anything. What? He was in a lot! He was in, like, two, one, four movies. He was in a lot of movies, Dennis Farina. What? I mean, look him up. He was in, what was he, in Snatch, I think? Or? Yeah, he was in Snatch. He was hilarious in Snatch. Uh, I didn't like him. Oh, come on. He looked weird. <laughs> he was trying, he was playing like this, playing the Jew from... You know, New York. Uh, yeah, well, that's what, he, that's what he was. He was playing like a caricature, stereotype. <laughs> anyway. Wait, so what, how old was he? 69. Um, yeah, so he... Um, catch Shorty. He was the, uh, the bad guy, mobster, Jimmy Serrano in Midnight Run, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. That's with... Charles uh, Grodin and Robert De Niro. De Niro, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, he was great in that, and, um... So all he ever did were, were, uh... It was usually, like... Heist movies. Yeah, he was usually playing, like, a cop. He was a cop. He was a Chicago cop for, like, 20 years. He was? In real yeah, life? Or, yeah, early on. Huh. Uh, he was in Get Shorty. Yeah. Um... Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, well, he was only in it for a second. The Mod Squad from 1999. Snatch. Um, he was also on Law and Order for a while, and he had his own show back in the eighties, which was uh, called Crime Story, <laughs> which was a uh, police show. Lasted two years. That's um, him. Yeah, well, from back then. Looks different. It's a police show, and uh, it lasted a couple of years, and um, I think it took took place in like. The 60s in Las Vegas or something. I don't really Sounds remember. Sounds boring. I didn't watch it back then. So, yeah. I, yeah, I really liked him. So, it's unfortunate. So, he was born February 29th, 1940. He was born on a leap day. Yeah. 1944. And he died July 22nd, 2013 of a blood clot. Mm. Age 69. Uh, oh, yeah. We had... Uh, <laughs> Right. So there's this Kickstarter. Which one? For a another pinball museum. Right. This one is is uh, looking for funding. It's in California. 
and supposedly it's the size of a giant warehouse, and they're, they'll have a hundred thousand different yeah. pinball tables in there. I mean, it looks really. Uh, I mean, I'm not huge into pinball. You know, we've been to the uh, the Silver Ball Museum in Asbury which, Park. Yeah, which was awesome. Um, there's also a gigantic one in Las Vegas. Hmm. Uh, well, not, not a silver ball, but a pinball museum. Yeah. There's one in Austin, Texas that Frank yeah, Nora went to. I thought it was in Houston. No, Austin. World's largest museum of pinball. That's the one. So okay. they already have $20,491. Um, one. somewhere in California, uh, Museum of Pinball. Banning yeah. California. The, I, you know, it looks nice, you know, in, in a sense, what they're trying to do. It's just... Look, that looks awesome. Yeah. Palm trees. Yeah, it has a very, like, 50s kind of a look. Yeah. Um, the problem is, they're, why their Kickstarter is not going to work, is that they their goal is 150000 Right. I mean, that's, it's just no way. It's too much. It's just no way. But, I'll make a donation. I think I I think I already did for like ten bucks. What do you get for ten bucks? No, probably nothing. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, wall of supporters. You know, whatever. That's good. so we could have Paunch Stevenson on the wall of supporters. So, um, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. It's just you know I'll never go there. But, but wait, um, hold on. So does does the does the um, whatever you so, want to call it does does the opening of this pinball museum rely on the Kickstarter, or is it happening regardless? I don't know. Oh. No, I, I think... Because <laughs> it looks like they already have the space, doesn't um, it? Yeah, they have the building. It's just they needed the money, I think, to, to uh, refurbish it. Oh, okay. It was just empty. Basically, it was like an old warehouse. So what happens if they don't do the Kickstarter? I they, don't know. Then they just have a, a, an abandoned warehouse sitting there? I have no idea. I have no idea. It's just um, you know a lot of you know a lot of the pri you know a lot of the prizes on here. Well, here it is: a minimum goal to uh, open. They have to paint it, do something with the HVAC yeah. system, like rewire electricity. I don't know if they need one hundred fifty thousand for all this stuff. Um, and then they have other goals here, which are never going to happen. Um. I wish them luck. I support this. Yes. It's a great project, and I hope they are successful. Here's the thing that I would say about this. Um, and it's not just this Kickstarter, because there's other ones, too. Uh, like on the last, the most recent Digital Press podcast episode, we uh, we talked to uh, this guy, Roger Hector, who designed a lot of games way back when in the Atari days. Uh and also, he worked on the team that created Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah. He worked on the John Madden football team. <laughs> this guy's done tons. And he and Al Alcorn, who created Pong, mm. are working on this... Um, uh, they're, they're, they, they, their company's called You Get It. Wait, didn't you tell me it was Ralph Baer? No, I never said it was Ralph Baer. Invented Pong. No, he he invented the Altair computer, you know, whatever. Yeah, this is it. So Seriously. I you said you were interviewing him on the podcast. No, I never said Ralph Baer. No, it was Al Alcorn. But it, we didn't interview Al Alcorn. We interviewed Roger Hector. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, so they're, uh, they're, the Kickstarter is called Seriously with a question mark and an exclamation point. And it's, it's a... An app? It's an app for a, for a phone. It's like a game where you get this, like a deck of cards. In real life. Yeah, it's kind of like the Crimes Against Humanity or Cards Against Humanity card game. I don't know. These are very popular. Mm, never heard. Like, like Magic the Gathering? No, they're not like that. They're like trivia, th kind of goofy trivia things. And he needs a hundred grand to print up some cards? <laughs> well, see, again, this is the thing is... I just brought it up as an example of a situation where they're... I don't know why they're putting these massive numbers. Because you're never going to get it, and then you get nothing. Right. So isn't it better to get something rather than nothing? I would think. I don't know, but it seems like this is the uh, the uh, <laughs> the norm with this Kickstarter stuff. You know, but... 
well. Shadow! 